What are the best markets to invest in in 2023 for short-term rentals? We have Kenny Bedwell here on the Fearless Investor Podcast to show us exactly which ones he's looking into. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals, the best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Calling all real estate investors, especially short-term rental investors, if you are looking to invest your money in owning a short-term rental, but you don't know where to buy, I have a hot tip for you. Kentucky and the Carolinas are a great place. And even with the rising popularity of short-term rentals, these markets continue to thrive. In fact, I'm looking to buy one in these areas as we speak, and I'm going to use Savvy Realty to help me with that transaction. Savvy Realty is an STR-specific real estate brokerage. Not only do they know the best places to buy in the areas that I already mentioned, but their hosts and co-hosts themselves of successful short-term rental properties. They know what it takes to turn a simple property into a big investment without wasting time or resources along the way. Whether you want to flip a house, rent your own home, or turn a brand new property into a profitable business, Savvy Realty and their agents can help you figure out what type of STR investment is right for you. Tyler Kuhn is the founder of Savvy Realty, and he and his team will consider everything from the overall look to the age of the home, the distance to transit hubs, and other major factors that you may not have considered. So if you want to make sure the return on your dollar is maximized as much as possible, then follow the link in the show notes to book your next one-on-one -on -one discovery call with Savvy Realty. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me, my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community, you get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course, and maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast where we're helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. I'm Kyle Stanley, and I am really excited about this conversation with Kenny Bedwell that we had here in January uh, about STR Insights and also about the best performing properties and best performing markets here coming up in 2023. You know I'm a big believer in data. I'm a big believer in knowing your numbers before you go into a deal. It doesn't matter if you own or arbitrage or co-host. You need to know what those numbers are going to look like. And for the longest time, AirDNA has been the only tool out there that I truly believe in. And by the way, I'm still using AirDNA. I'm going to use both AirDNA and Kenny's STR Insights because you can never have enough data. So I'm going to recommend that you have both of these because Kenny's going to show you today how he's using his STR Insights, not just to identify is this a deal or not, but what markets to even go into. And that's one thing that I love about this tool that you're going to see from Kenny is that if you are 
just either whether you're brand new or if you're looking to move into another market, you can start to figure out what is that next market that I should be in without having to guess. You can look at the data and you can also learn a few things from this podcast that we did with Kenny. So without further ado, let's get to it right now with Kenny Bedwell here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey guys, welcome in. We've got the man, the myth, the legend of STR Insights, Kenny Bedwell. Uh, Kenny, you've become a, a good friend of mine. Excited to have you on here and excited to really dive into STR Insights, especially just with everyone that listens listens in. They keep on asking like, hey, STR Insights, you know much about it? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring Kenny on to, to talk about it. So today we're really excited to have you on to talk about STR insights, but also to talk about like what are the top markets for 2023 and also maybe what are some trends that you're seeing to start looking for in some top performing markets. So Kenny, man, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me, Kyle. I was uh, I appreciate the the intro there. The man, the myth, the legend. I, I haven't been brought in like that before. So thank you so much. <laughs> not even Bill Faith, man. He talks you up all the time. <laughs> no, 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 not even Bill Faith. Uh, that, He's that's... like my good friend Kenny. That's what he says. So <laughs> nice, nice. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, for uh, sure. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to share any insights uh, and yeah, answer really any questions and and uh, dive into this because I mean it's it is the number one the question when we all get started in short-term real, uh, rental investing is, where do I look? What What's the best place to invest in that's going to fit my personal criteria? So I hope to to answer that for a lot of folks listening. Yeah. Well, I know you will today, man. And uh, before we get started, though, you have some short-term rentals yourself. So what's that craziest story or biggest learning lesson that you've had along the way here? Yeah. So, you know what? I, I have two and I'm debating on which one to share. And, you know, there's always a learning lesson with each, but I'll, I'll let you decide. So the two stories, I'll, I'll give you the topics and then you okay. can choose which one sounds juicier. Okay. So the first one is being sued. The uh -oh. second one is a missing a same day turnover. So I'll, oh, I'll, being I'll keep it being sued. Like that. Like, being sued for sure. We've <laughs> all missed sued. a same okay. day turnover. We, that all That's right. that's the history. Uh yeah, no, give me the 45 second overview. What what happened with the, the 45 same? second yeah. overview? Okay, so uh my properties are in Buffalo, New York. I have a, I have six properties in the area, uh, well, in throughout New York, but in this particular property, we have a lot of guests come stay downtown for weddings and it's October, fall season, there's a lot of weddings in the area. And uh, this happened a year ago. Guests three days after their stay messaged me saying that they're going to the hospital, that they had a slip and fall. They fell off the balcony of our property. Right. And um, they're like, we hope the, the our guest is okay, but we're not sure. And I'm like freaking out. And that's all I got. I start messaging them, trying to call them and nothing. I don't hear anything. And so long story short, they broke their collarbone and Ooh. they didn't go to the hospital until the day after. I'm pretty sure alcohol was involved and uh, they ended up suing us. So uh, suing us for, you know, negligence or whatever that the the balcony rails were, you know, too small or something. They didn't they didn't win. Thankfully, we have good insurance. They probably settled. I don't know. But the lesson here, I, the, the takeaway here yeah. is so that property that I was, uh, that I have. So I don't actually own that property. I'm, I'm, it's a partnership with somebody else who owns the property and I run the rentals. It's similar to like co-hosting or it's more like right. a rental arbitrage where it's in my name. The owner of that property that my partner, my business partner did not have insurance that covered for short-term rentals. Oh, so 
Yeah. So they went after him first and he panicked and he came to me and he said, Kenny, like, I, I don't, my insurance won't cover this. And I didn't know. And then I, you know, I got served or whatever. The guy comes and does all that. And I have insurance. I have proper insurance. And they oh, were man. very, and this isn't a proper commercial, but yeah. I called them right away. And they're like, look, if they, they come after you, we got you. Don't worry about it. You're taken care of. We know. Yeah. And it, it was, uh, it was scary, but I mean, I had to deal with some phone calls later on with, you know, some attorneys and stuff, but once we sort of, it worked out, it was, it was actually a lot smoother than I had uh, expected. Good. And um, it just, disappeared and, and because I had the right insurance. And so the takeaway there is get the right insurance. And I, yeah, that guy is so lucky. He could have lost his house. Um, oh my gosh. Didn't have the right insurance. Yeah. Well, shoot big, big learning lesson there. And especially every time we onboard yeah. a new co-hosting client, one of the first things we tell them is update your insurance, short-term rentals, addresses, and additionally insured. And this Tawny proper insurance is what uh, it, we just had someone ask, what's the right insurance? You just said it proper insurance. It's not, that's not a term. We're not saying get the proper insurance. No, that it, the name of the company is proper, proper it's dot proper, insurance. And yes. no, that's not, not a uh, commercial for it. Another good one that we recommend is safely safely has been a really good partner of ours as well. So, well, Kenny, thank you, you for that. Yeah. yeah. You'd be surprised too. I want to throw this out there for everyone yeah. listening. You would be surprised on how many hosts think they're covered by their insurance. Mm. And if you're thinking right now, oh, I'm, I've already, I've already done this. I, I have special insurance. You need to go look at the exclusions. You will be surprised by the exclusions. I, I was at a boot camp recently with a bunch of hosts who thought they already had insurance. And we found that like a third of them did not cover their short-term rental. Wow. And they thought they had short-term rental experience already. So, you know, I had an attorney with me, Jeff Hampton, STR Law Guys, he was just reading through it and he's like, nope, nope, you're not covered here. You're not covered there. And it's just, you would be surprised. So everyone listening, take a moment today or tomorrow and check through your exclusions on your insurance policies. So anyway, <laughs> a, a lesson that Back we didn't to expect to get into today. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, Kenny, really excited to have you in here. And of course, we're going Thanks. live in our six figure formula here on January 4th. Some of you might be listening to the replay. For those of you that are listening and saying, well, wait, hey, how do I get into the six-figure formula and see this live? Uh, one of the benefits is also that Kenny's going to stay in here after our podcast is done and answer questions from our students. So as we're even going live here, students are posting questions right now, and we're going to answer those after this is done. So go over to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF and you can get started here in the six-figure formula. So let, let's jump into it, man. I mean, you and I got connected. I think the first time we met was over at the uh, Wealth Summit, STR Wealth Summit or conference. And at that point, you were just launched, like you were frantically launching STR Insights. That's a just, great way to put it. It's, yeah. It's just, way to put just it. Just yeah. to appease <laughs> Mike and Bill and make sure that thing was good to go. So that's, yeah. like, that's kind of where I want to start is, what is STR Insights and what's the evolution of that been in what's been live now for about uh, seven, eight months? Yeah. So, I mean, publicly since July, we did that soft launch in June. Thank goodness it was a soft launch and not for the public. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of learning lessons there. I guess let me back up a little bit and share my personal story with you because it, it really starts with that. So as I mentioned, I'm an STR investor as well. I've been investing since 2018 and I now have six properties. In 2020, uh, I really ran into this issue of wanting to, all my properties are in Buffalo. I need to diversify. Uh, I want to look elsewhere. Where can I find other opportunities that work for me? And the typical places I'd go to look for those answers is, you know, social media. Type in, hey, what are the top markets to invest in? Or, you know, you read articles and things. 
And the problem I found was people would say, and I'm going to pick on some markets here, and, and they're not necessarily bad markets to invest in. It's just the common markets we see. People would say, you know, the Gulf Coast, the Smoky Mountains. You know, if you're on the West Coast, you might see Scottsdale. Some of these other big time markets, yes. uh, maybe Coachella, like uh, Joshua Tree even. And what I was finding is that one, I couldn't afford to be in those markets. And then two, when I'm actually diving in, looking at the data, I weren't seeing the returns that people were claiming they were getting. And what I realized is that those people bought before the hype. Yeah. So they're capitalizing on what everybody is, you know, like jumping in on and they got a lot lower housing prices. And so, and this is when high housing prices are starting to really tick up. And so I'm like, there's gotta be a way to know take revenue of a market and compare it with the housing prices of short-term rentals in markets across the country. So I start reaching out to data providers, almost every single one. I start paying hundreds, thousands even of dollars to get reports and answers. And nobody could answer that. Nobody could say, look, here are all the, here are the best markets to invest in, not yeah. simply of revenue, but prices. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can figure this out on my own. I worked at Citibank as a research analyst in big, we work with big data. We analyze Fortune 500 companies and I knew how to get this data or what to look for. And so I went out and was able to get, uh, basically it started with spreadsheets, you know, and, and I was able to break through and figure out, okay, these markets, this is the average price of the home. And this is the average, what I would call the ROI, a gross ROI, basically take the, the revenue of the mm -hmm. market divided by the the purchase price or value properties in that market or the median listing price essentially and give you that would give you a gross ROI so which markets have the high gross ROI that fit my budget that's the key okay and um so anyway I did that in my spreadsheets so, and I so, found a market pause pause just one second so you were taking the gross revenue so if I gross two thousand two hundred thousand dollars at a property for the year and you spent call it five hundred thousand, you divide the two hundred thousand into the five hundred thousand forty percent ROI. That's how you're getting the numbers. Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Got yep. it. So across across the entire all the markets across the country, and then which ones fit what I'm looking for in terms of my budget and in even ROI mm -hmm. preferences as well. Cool. Okay. And region or destination type. So I did that and I found a market near me in Watkins Glen, New York. I then looked for properties for sale in that market. And I found a property listed for, it was 370 at the time, but I got it for 350. So I bought it for 350. Um, that property will gross uh, $110,000 in your nice. one. Nice. And so the finding the property became extremely easier because I knew the right market to invest in. And once I was able to do that, I took that to some of my other investors, friends, you know, that I'm in groups with. And I was like, guys, is this, is this valuable to you? Do you need to know this information? And they're like, yes, you need to turn this into a tool. You need to do something with it. And I had no intentions of turning these spreadsheets of what STR Insights is into what it is today. And until my friends were telling me, you need to do this. We need this information to get, get us more like up to speed on where we should be looking outside of the markets we just know. So I did. And that's awesome. that's the story of how STR Insights got started. Yeah, well, I mean, you said something that I think is really applicable to the entire industry right now, and that is a lot of people jumped in after the hype. And what do they hear about? They hear about the Scottsdales, the the Smokies. Uh, one that comes to mind for me is Palm Springs. That one's just been oh, yeah. hit hard. And I mean, there's a popular video going around with Shelby Church and talking about how she, you know, bought one in in Palm Springs and it's been losing money and 
And when you look at an area like that, the, the saturation actually did the research. There's 20,000 homes in Palm Springs. 5,000 of them are short-term rentals. Like wow. literally 25% of these homes yeah. are short-term rentals, which is crazy. So, you know, a lot of people, I think, like you said, they they heard about the hype, but you know, like what'd you say is Watkins Glen? Is that what you said the name of it was? I, I can yeah, I can guarantee you like 95% of people on this listening to this right now are like, what's Watkins Glens? But yeah. here you are, you know, doing what you said right around what is that, like a 33 to 35% ROI there in year one on a on a property. Um, so how is it that you located that area, what made you want to look at a, a smaller, many people don't know about? So it, it's all based on personal preferences. Mm -hmm. And when, pe when people come up to me and say, Kenny, what, what are the best markets to invest in? I'm like, whoa, that's a loaded question because right. there are so many different factors that go involved in terms of where you would prefer to invest in and what fits your comfort level. Is this a lifestyle investment? Or are you purely trying to grow your portfolio? Are you just wanting the cash flow? Do you want the tax savings? You know, if I wanted the tax savings, I would not continue to invest in New York. <laughs> that's the yeah. last place I should be looking. But that's not where I am or where I was at that time. I needed to grow my portfolio. I'm looking for cash on cash returns. But cash on cash isn't the only answer. We need to look at cash flow. We need to look at tax savings and appreciation. And every market has their strengths and weaknesses. And so for me, I was looking for markets that had a really high cash on cash return and had major two to three major traffic drivers. So Watkins Glen, New York in the Northeast, there's a NASCAR stadium there. Okay, It sits on a lake and there's uh, a state park that has over a million people that go to it every year. So nice. there okay. are three major traffic drivers on top of wineries and a bunch of other stuff that go compression events that go on in that particular market. And they have a regulation on the number of short-term rentals. So they put a cap on the number of short-term rentals for that particular market at 80. So there's all this demand, but there can there's only so much supply. So I was able to get into that market. And this is maybe a conversation we can have after this because there, there's, there's so much I can dive in with working regulations uh, for you yeah. in terms of markets that have them. But I was able to get into that market and get a property in the right location. And I'm one, so I bought a seven-bedroom, seven-bath. For three fifty, I like that. And it sits on a hill. It overlooks the lake. It's like right in the town. It's a great location. And there is only two other properties that have the, that can host the same guest count as I can in that nice. entire market. I have more bathrooms, so my property is always first. So, and that's that's really what we should be looking for. I know we're not really talking about twenty twenty three yet, but diving into twenty twenty three, we really should be targeting these like niche opportunities in these markets across the country. It doesn't have to be a Watkins Glen, but there's Watkins Glens everywhere. We just have to find them and they have to fit our preferences. I like it. You know, I'm in a city that you've always been a big fan of too, Oakhurst, Bass Lake in California. And that to me, like, I'm even thinking about it from a attraction standpoint, like you said, and it's like, okay, it's right next to Yosemite. It's got a lake. So those are two major traffic drivers. Outside of that, like there's not a whole lot going on. So I think a lot of people, if they were trying to think of, you know, bigger areas like Scottsdale and Palm Springs and all this kind of stuff, then they get lost in the fact that like, hey, this is a small town. Why would anyone want to come visit here year round? But that's not like that's that's to me the 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 thing that people have to understand, too, about short term rentals. It's not about 
consistency. It's about what is your end of the year income going to look like? Because in a place, I don't know, maybe you can attest to this in your Watkins Glen or any of your properties in a place like Bass Lake, I know that I'm going to make all my money, like 70% of my money from May to Labor Day. And then the rest of it is just kind of like, okay, I'll be happy if I'm even covering the mortgage the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. We, we shut down. I mean, we got a couple of bookings in November, but yeah, May to the end of October is that that's pretty much booked out. I mean, there's, and the, the ADR is right now is the, so the average daily rate is at least um, during the summertime, I want to say four, uh, yeah, four times what it is right now. If you booked my place, that's, wow. I'm, I'm making the same money as properties that are like on the beach in Destin in the summertime in those months. Just because there's just there's just so much demand mm -hmm. um, and so much going on, but then in the wintertime, it's completely dead. I'm making like nothing, so I have to wait till May. But you got it, and that's something too. You got to know that, and if that's okay with you, then you can target markets like that. You know, in the Northeast or you know Midwest or wherever it snows, essentially, and there's no skiing nearby. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you talked about you know these niche areas and these. I've heard you call them up and coming areas as well. How are we identifying those? That's a, that's a really good, uh, that's a good question. So, well, one, I mean, that's why we made STR Insights to yes. make it easier. But uh, I think there's a couple different strategies that we got to think about too in finding okay. them. So the biggest one that I've seen and you've touched on it is the saturation factor. Mm -hmm. So for example, Oakhurst, I've only been there once, so I can't really speak to it, but I do know some things about it, but they're not building new complexes there, right? No, there's not new construction going on yeah. over there. Yeah. Right. And so there's only so many houses, there's limited supply. And so really we need to be finding markets like that, where there's kind of like this natural barrier in terms of the number of properties there that are making money and, and being short-term rentals. You have to find that because saturation people are just entering flooding into the market i mean there's been this airbnb boom the past like two years mm -hmm. and you know everybody's everybody and their mom is interested in this and everybody and their mom should not be in this because they don't want to do hospitality mm -hmm. um but they don't understand that and they're just buying properties right. anywhere in markets so it's we need to find markets that kind of have that like i call it being on an island so limited by the the supply can is limited. You can't just keep growing and growing to infinity. We're getting markets like Blue Ridge, uh, Broken Bow, parts of Branson, like these big markets that we've heard of, even the Smokies, people are losing money now when they go to buy because one, the prices are, it's, they're too high. And then two, the, the, the increase in uh, the saturation is just doubled over the yep. last two years. So, I mean, it's just, it's, um, we have to find markets that are, have, are on what I call an island. So limited supply. So that's that's kind of the first step I would look at if, you know, regardless of STR Insights, regardless of any tools or platforms out there is identifying markets that have that quote unquote are on an island. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately 
My income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership. That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. One of the things for me that I'm always teaching, and you know, this is based on you know, air DNA, which I've been using for years. And I know STR insights is a big, is a big competitor of it. But one of the things I've always said is like, Hey, look for the place that has the established data. And what you're kind of sharing is like, Hey, some of these places that are up and coming may not have established data. And you might have to go more off of what's in the area versus what is the actual hard data of already existing short-term rentals in that area. Or is it a mixture? And it is a mixture. And frankly, I never tell anyone like this is this is the best market because it's biased. Right. It's an inherently biased. You could be the number one thing that short-term uh, real estate investors discount when they're looking for properties is location. Mm. You know, we hear location, location, location. But then when they find a market they want to invest in, they just start looking for properties for sale. When in reality is you need to find the micro markets within. Where in that market should I be located? Where are the top properties and why are they performing the way they're doing? In that Nashville conference, I don't know if you remember this, it's fine. Uh, but that <laughs> uh, stuff's like, oh, I just popped in my brain. But I showed, I showed an example of this, of a market. So LJ is in the North Georgia mountains. And if you look at the top properties there, they're actually located on water and not on top of the mountains. You mm. think mountain market, you want views and people will pay for views. That is correct for the most part. But in LJ, people want to be on the water. There's all these streams and creeks and rivers and all of the top properties are on the water. And you're like, okay, why is that? There's like trout fishing and a bunch of other stuff and the, the water is pretty there or something. I don't know. But that that's just the case for that market. And those properties make more. Now, if you look at the housing prices, the housing market doesn't follow that it at because people think that the houses on top of the mountains are worth a lot more. So they mm. price them higher than the yeah. properties on the water. So the properties on the water are a better deal. They have a better ROI. And so you got to study the markets first. And it could be markets if you're not comfortable being in, going back to what you were kind of saying, if you're not comfortable being in a market like a Watkins Glen that no one's ever heard of, except people in the Northeast or uh, you know, some of these smaller areas, maybe in the Midwest or Michigan, that's fine, but you got to find the micro market within the big time established markets that you're looking for. And there lies the the best deals or the best opportunities. I like that micro market term. I guess uh, just another term for that to me would be what is the avatar property that performs best in that market? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And and I'll I'll go back to when you and I kind of talked and I gave you a demo of STR Insights a while ago. We we're talking about Fresno and, and you know the market average, you know, the prices you were like, well, I can find homes cheaper here mm -hmm. than what your tool is saying. And it's like you're absolutely right. But it's because you know that market and you right. know that avatar, what you just said. And you have to study the markets first and find that avatar before you go and purchase a property. Everybody's used to doing it this other way around where you take an address, you go plug it into a free calculator online, you get an idea that what that property makes, and then you look at comps and you try to figure out everything. And then you look at the regulation and all these other factors, but you, you just spend a lot of time 
wasting because if it's not a good deal, you don't know that. But if you find the right avatar, you already know when a property mm-hmm. is for sale, if it's a good deal by just kind of looking at, oh, I already know what I should be looking for. And then boom, there's a property for sale in that area. What's its price? Oh, that's higher. Oh, that's that's maybe in our sweet spot. I need to dive in deeper. Yeah. That's how we need to be approaching, analyzing and finding markets and properties in, in the coming year. So well, and just to your point, you know, one of the areas that we're in, we've mentioned a couple of times now, Bass Lake. It's just crazy to me how a house literally half a mile away from another can have the same dimensions, the same look on the outside, and it's completely different in terms of the performance. And what we really realized in that area is if it doesn't have a lake view, it's getting hurt. If it doesn't have a hot tub, it's getting hurt. If it doesn't have a boat slip, it's missing out on a lot of income. And we can literally, like we have one property that is a three bedroom, two bath, it fits 10. And we have another one that's a four bedroom, two bath, and it fits 10. So not a whole lot of difference, but one has a lake view and a boat slip. The other one doesn't. And we're talking double the income. Like that's a major difference. Double the income is nothing to, to scoff at. I mean, so, and me personally, Kenny, and maybe this is a discussion we can have really quick before we show SCR insights. Like you've said the word saturation a couple of times. You buy into saturation in the, in the industry? It depends on the market, but yeah, (laughs) it really depends on, I mean, if you look at, for example, Houston, Texas saw a 40% increase in the number of short-term rentals in 2022 alone. Yeah. Uh, that is saturation. Whereas, you know, oh, the majority of markets in California maybe saw a 10 to 20% increase because of the regulations keeping those that supply down. So some markets, yes, saw saturation. Other markets really just saw growth is what I call it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, the way that I look at this is if you're playing in everyone else's league, then you're buying into saturation. Like you're, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna have to deal with saturation. But if you're buying a seven bed, seven bath in a small market on an island, right? Like right. I don't care if there's 10,000 short term rentals in Watkins Glen, there's maybe one other that has seven bed, seven bath. Like you're just not playing in that person's league at that point. And and that's right. how I think you overcome saturation in this market. We, we just, you know, I just sent a text message to all of our owners this morning that we're co-hosting for that could fit a hot tub in their property and said, listen, here's the proof of concept. We've been doing a hot tub at one of our properties for the last two months. This is going to set you apart. And how many properties have hot tubs in Fresno? Under 15, you know? So now I'm just, I'm not playing in that. The other 985 in Fresno, they're playing in their own league. I'm playing in a league of just 15 people, right? Like that to me is how we take this idea of saturation for 2023 and beyond and come out on top. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if you, so I think that is a great strategy for with your current properties, you know, taking current properties. I, I will add though to that, the number one thing, if you're looking to purchase a new one, that you can just get on a different league from your competition is the location. Yeah. 100%. If you're in the right location, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, you have the best spot for whatever that it's proximity to the beach or the mountain, the lake views, like you said, like that location is the key for looking. You want to be in the right spot. And that's that's honestly the first thing I'd be looking for. But if you have a property right now, I love what you say is looking for the things that can make me different or look better 
than everybody else, you know, not following the herd, but being different. Yeah. Um, I think that that is, that is key. And we, we have to constantly do that anyway. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's part of the, this business is you don't just leave it, you know, the same. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm also excited for 2023. Cause I just think so many people that are playing in that league of 90% other people, I think 50% of them are going to exit the market and turn their places into long-term rentals because they just are like, this doesn't make sense anymore. So, which means yep. even more demand and less supply for the rest of us that stick it through. So I'm, right. I'm excited for that. Um, let's, let's get you to share your screen. I want people to see what SCR insights looks like. If you're listening on the podcast right now, I encourage you to go over to the YouTube channel so you can see this. Um, for those of you that are watching live right now in the Facebook group on Six Figure Formula, I did post the link to SCR Insights. If you want to get started, go ahead and use that link. If you, those of you that are listening on the podcast or watching YouTube video, it's in the show notes. So go ahead and check it out. But Kenny, we got the, the screen shared now. How would I use SCR Insights if I'm a first time user here? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm showing you is our is our current dashboard. And basically what we're showing is the top markets in the country based on what we call a gross ROI. This isn't a, a net ROI. This isn't, we're not talking about expenses. We're just talking about gross average revenue divided by essentially what it would cost to purchase a short-term rental in that market. That's a key word, short-term rental, not a residential home. Okay. So this is really key in beach markets or markets where there's a big difference between a property that in value of vacation rentals versus non-vacation rentals. So, you know, certain markets, obviously vacation rentals are going to be priced a lot higher or valued a lot higher. And that's why we call it a valuation. So what we're looking at is the sorting of an ROI. Now, these up top here are the filters. There's no criteria in here except a market size. In our tool, we have about 11,000 different markets, but most of them, 80% of them are small, meaning they have less than 100 active listings and they don't fall into our terms of medium and large. So medium means they have more than 100. Large means they have more than 500 active listings in those markets. Okay. Which this is a preference. These filters are your preference. This is where you put in the information you want to know uh, or that fit your criteria. So for example, you know, we have destination types. So if you are an investor and you want to find what is the top beach market to invest in, you can click top beach market. And then you can go in and say, okay, I'm interested in investing in the West Coast, or I'm interested in investing in the Northeast or a particular state or the South or Florida or whatever it is. And we can actually go in and sort. So I'm just going to pick Florida because that's pretty common. And to kind of continue this on, we can say, what are the top beach markets in Florida? Or what are the top beach markets in Florida between Destin and say, Gulf, uh, well, Gulf Shores in Florida, but we'll do uh, uh, Daytona. For example, you can you can put in particular markets, but the point of the tool is you have access to the entire country. There's no restrictions. You don't have to come in and tell us what market you want to invest in or the information on. We're helping you identify what markets fit your criteria first. Um, we also have the information about regulation mm. for most of the medium and large markets across the country. And then obviously budget is a key one. Um, and then you just hit search. And it loads and boom, here, Melbourne Beach is the top beach market in Florida based on the criteria that you input it in. And this is based on the ROI of 13%. So there are obviously markets that are doing a lot better than Melbourne Beach, but that didn't fit the criteria of the person. And that's what we're trying to do is identify, okay, sweet, Melbourne Beach is a great market. 
and then we can dive in deeper in a second, but I'll let you go ahead and ask any questions. No, yeah, that was my next question is, okay, I decided on Melbourne. So how can I now start looking at some of the more specific uh, deeper dive type of numbers in Melbourne? Right. So the next thing is you really want to dive into, there's, there's really two things. You want to dive into the bedroom count. So what bedroom count fits my budget? And then where in Melbourne should I invest? So if we mm -hmm. look into Melbourne, I can click into there. And uh, so it looks like it's not even necessarily the front beach area, but the, the town next to it, which makes sense, you know, in terms of affordability. So what we have here up at the top is the revenue percentile slider. So okay. I can see, and it impacts this map here. These are all the active short-term rental listings in Melbourne Beach. And we have their bed and bath count, the revenue occupancy ADR, and then the link you can click into them to, to see the properties. So what I would do first, and this is how I use the tool, and this is how I used it for myself, is I would identify what we talked about, the micro markets. So where in Melbourne Beach should I be targeting? So right now I'm looking at the 75th percentile. Obviously, if I open it up to the 50th, you know, I see more properties. But what I want to do is I want to identify, I want to go all the way to the 90th or 95th, depending on how yeah, many properties. Absolutely. And now I know that, hey, being around the airport, the properties around the airport make the most money. They might not necessarily be priced the same. We, we can look at that in a second. But the properties around the airport make the most money. And then this little strip right here. So I've never been here. So I can't tell you if this is the downtown or, or what the deal is. Maybe it's a nicer neighborhood. But knowing that this entire market is this whole area right here. Okay. But now we know that I need to either be near the airport or I need to be in this little neighborhood right there. Mm -hmm. And I can go in Zillow or Realtor, wherever your MLS site you want to use and circle those areas and look for properties in those areas. And you have the revenue metrics here. You can scroll down and you can see, oh, sweet. Based on this percentile, the 90th percentile or the properties in these areas, this is the average revenue for that percentile in those areas. And so you can see how much revenue they're making. So you can quickly right. identify, if you find a property for sale in that area, you can then compare it to these numbers here to help you know if it's a good deal or not. I don't um, know this, what, what in the world that that sixth one is doing at 602,000. Seriously. Yeah, let's say it, it, it could be a- uh, let's see. A large property, yeah. A large, yeah, some large, it's on its own. I don't know where it is. Okay, I'll have to- to look for it. But yeah, so I mean, like there's there's tons of opportunity in terms yeah. of like looking for unique bedroom counts that aren't really popular versus, you know, like the twos and threes, there could be a ton of them. We see that a lot. Like, for example, like Orlando or Kissimmee, there are a ton of twos and three bedrooms and the sweet spot or the best deal and the opportunity is actually the eight or nine bedrooms. Mm. It, that, it's like a bigger count. So if you're going to Kissimmee, you know, and you're, you can really only afford a two or three bedroom. You're not going to maximize your ROI. It's, it's right. a higher bedroom counts there. And you might need to look in other markets. Um, and you can do that here, go back to the dashboard. So, um, there's really a lot of, and then you can export the properties you see on the map. That's pretty new. And you can see if they're new properties or, you know, if they've been out for a year, um, and you can see the revenue and just kind of put it into your own pro forma as you build that out. I, we also just to throw this out here, yeah. uh, before we dive any deeper, we also have regulation amount in a little detail. So what that means is we have a category. This is a generic category for right now, meaning that there is some sort of restrictions there. And you'll notice a lot of the top markets across the country are either moderate or heavy, meaning that it's they've got some rules and you got to go figure out what those rules are. 
Um, in the future, we will provide links for the details of that, but we have at least, hey, look, they have some heavier restrictions and you can filter that out when you do your dashboard search. You can say, you know what? I don't want to see markets that are heavy. I want to see markets that are moderate or little to none mm -hmm. and then search based on that. And there you go. You know, you have these that are a little more friendlier to uh, short-term right. rentals than the other markets. So right. I'll go back to this, but anyway, cool. go ahead. Well, well guys, I like I said, I dropped the link right here in the, the Facebook group. For those of you that are watching on the replay, we've got it in the, the show notes. You're going to see, you know, let's let's just be real right you're going to see some similarities to AirDNA you're going to see some dissimilarities to AirDNA AirDNA has been the most popular for a long time i know bill faith you know keeps on calling str insights the the AirDNA uh, killer right <laughs> he does and i'm like stop so, like but a sniper to, out my window right now yeah, yeah, over exactly. my shoulder all the time yeah, but, yeah. What what I'm going to say though is is you guys make you guys make your own educated decision on if you're using AirDNA right now and you're like hey SDR Insights has something that AirDNA doesn't have and you want to go use that get started just go ahead and click on the link try it out worst thing that can happen is that you get some information and you end up saying you know what I I like AirDNA better or vice versa maybe you jump in you say you know what this is more comprehensive than anything that I've seen and you start loving this this tool. So I just encourage you to go get started with it. Click on the link in the show notes and you can go ahead and get started. Kenny, is there any other way that you'd like people to connect with you? Sure. I, I'll add this. Yeah. You guys, especially if you're purchasing a property, you're going to spend, you know, anywhere from 500 to a million, maybe million plus dollars. You know, this is a, a big investment. Personally, when I bought my property in Watkins Glen, I used four different data sources on top of my own. So I'm not telling you we're better. You know, we do offer different features and we do offer things, but I would I would strongly encourage you just investor to investor, use different data sources to verify the numbers that you're seeing just in case, because it, it can vary widely depending on the, the market. So do that to back it up because it is such a massive investment mm -hmm. that you're, you're risking. Um, and you're only going to be spending a couple hundred dollars to verify, you know, mm -hmm. what you're about to do. So don't be afraid to, I'm not telling you to use us and not everybody else. Do use other people too. Yeah. verify the information that is key to making any investment. I will say too, guys, you can schedule, we do one-on-ones um, and the people you do one-on-ones on our team, they all own short-term rentals. So nice. you're speaking to people who understand the business and they'll show you how to use the tool and they'll even help you find your markets. Cause you're, like I said, my top markets are different from your top markets. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's really it. So and they, our they site, can do that on the link that I provided. Uh, which link did you provide? The the one that Just you got. Your, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. They they can do that. Yeah, through there. Yeah, okay. they can sign up. So perfect, awesome. How about social media? Anywhere else that people can follow you? I just go to. Uh, I think we're just at STR Insights on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we also have a YouTube channel. So I've been interviewing a lot of different realtors across the country, diving into their markets, kind of throwing the data at them to make sure they verify it to say, hey, you know, this is what we're seeing. Is this accurate? You know, or 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 what are you seeing versus what we're actually seeing in the data? And that's been fun. <laughs> so. You can check us out there and uh, really, you know, to, to dive in and see, you know, learn about new markets across the country. Awesome. Kenny, thank you so much for joining us today on the Fearless Investor Podcast Great. and helping our audience to conquer the world of short-term rentals. You're the man. Thanks for having me on. And hey, right after this podcast, Kenny and I actually just went ahead and said, you know what? We're adding you to the six-figure formula. So they are now a discount partner with us in the six-figure formula. So 
Whether you want to go and get started with STR Insights right now with that link that I mentioned a few times here in the show notes, or if you want to get a great discount to STR Insights, you can go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to get that started. That's going to do it today for the Fearless Investor Podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of Airbnb and short-term rentals. We'll see you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called the Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.